Brothers, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. Dave and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome again, Unrelated Birth. We're just like the two hosts. The topics we're talking about today are totally unrelated, but at the end, you'll see they really have an underlying relation. And speaking of unrelated birth hosts, as always, I am the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama, Madison, Alabama, because like Alabama and even Madison, I'm on the top of my game. You're laughing, phenomenal brother, Adam Russell, all the way from the House of Mouse, the middle of Florida. Look, I was going, I was going to bring a football thing in, Adam, and say Alabama's on no, top. I, I picked up what you were putting down, man. I was there. I just, uh, yeah. You know, shut your face. <laughs> I, 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 this is weird. First off, we didn't do a Facebook Live tonight, so I, no. I didn't get my, my ramp up, my warm up, my, my go get them type thing sure you did we had a pre-show well okay yeah sort of (laughs) yes sort of i'm not as good as people on facebook live wow well i mean you love our audience that's how much you love our audience i get it i love our audience but you know normally i i do so for those of us those of us those of you who might be listening to the show for the first time and and those that don't that that are listening and have listened since the show's inception, we're doing something that we in fully intended the show to be in its infancy. We the whole unrelated birth. So Adam and I, we're we're going to start over. We're going we're going to go back from the beginning. Adam and I, college buddies, didn't know each other for twenty years of our life, eighteen years of our life. That's right. And everyone always <laughs> said we're brothers. You you you've got to be brothers. Well, no, we we're unrelated at birth um that so what we kind of intended and you heard it in the theme song we'll talk anything from midi chlorians to roller coasters to to whatever harry so potter. we're going to talk harry potter wrestling numismatism that's coin collecting for anybody that doesn't know yes family life what else what else have we talked movies faith songs music faith marriage children Marriage. Wow, we've talked about a lot. We have. Star Wars, but that's Disney. Sure. Disney so, covers just about everything. No, no. So, <laughs> so what we had fully intended to do when we started the show, but we went for 30-something episodes down a tangent, which is something we were known to do. Um, but we had intended to have two separate topics on each show, and at the end of the show, we're going to tie them all together the, the topics really don't match. And, and you're thinking, how in the world are they going to match these two? Well, at the end of the show, you'll see why they are unrelated, but they have an underlying relation. I like that term. Underlying relation? <laughs> it's so, that, it just sounds so mysterious. Is that better than when we were talking Hamilton and I kept talking about uh, yeah, sex scandals? Yeah, stop. Stop it. Stop sex it right scandals? <laughs> sex scandals? <laughs> no, it just, the way you're saying it just sounds so mysterious. Underlying Ooh. relation. It's like that old show, Unsolved Mysteries. Boom, boom. Wait, no, that's, Robert, uh, no, that's current affair. That's current affair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was horrible. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so what's our first topic, Dave? Well, well, no, hold up, hold up. Before Wait, every time, am I jumping the gun? You are. Before every week, I always have a good dad joke. Oh, yeah. You ready for my, the dad joke of the week? Yeah, I guess. Did you hear about the dog that gave birth on the side of the road? 
No, Dave. What happened to the dog that gave birth on the side of the road? She was ticketed for littering. <laughs> Insert rim shot here. <laughs> you you didn't think I was going there, did you? Because uh, I saw the eye roll. I saw I saw it. You didn't know where that joke was going. Yeah, you got me with that one. Yeah, uh, so I'm laughing on the joke, inside. You know when a joke a joke truly becomes a bad joke, right? Yes, I do, but I'll let you say it. When it becomes apparent. <laughs> uh, I told Blair that one the other day. She uh, she laughed pretty hard at that one. That's her bag. Man. Those, really? kind of, those kind of jokes are her thing. See, Hufflepuffs, man. We get the job done. <laughs> Hufflepuffs. We get the job done. <laughs> uh, how many? Uh, what's that? Is that two Hamilton references in this episode already? Because it's coming out July 3rd on Disney+. Plus. Yes, it is. I'm excited. I uh, is that two or three? Two or what? Three what? I think that's two. Two Hamilton. Okay. The third one. The direct reference to the show coming out on Disney Plus is the third one. Yeah. So so let, let's keep a running tally of how many Hamilton jokes or sure. Hamilton. That, that, so we got I, three so far. I mean, I'm excited that it's coming out um, on July 3rd because we don't have to wait for it. That's four. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> okay, fine. I, I'm just excited that I get to be in the room where it happens. Oh, that's five. Yes. Okay. Nice. All right. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into our first topic. I believe the first topic. Do you want to do your topic first or my topic first? Uh, let's do ours. Let, I mean, mine. I want to talk about ours. Let's do mine. I don't know. I mean, we got two topics. One of them is mine. One is <laughs> yours. So, do you have a coin we could flip? No. No. Oh, you, you got it. You got it. So, what <laughs> is your first topic? My first Mr. topic Russell? is fishing. 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 I haven't been fishing in 20 years. I know. And that's one reason I want to talk this, man. Because, so, I have, um, we have really kind of three lakes right near our house. I guess you would call them ponds in our Yeah, they're not lakes. Yeah. Well, you have, you have a well, big retention lake ponds. Yeah, well, we live right near East Lake Toho, which is the big round one just south of the airport. And, um, so and why does it take so long to get to the airport? What's that? Because you've got to go around the lake. Okay. <laughs> if you could get to the airport by boat, it would be a much faster excursion. Trust me. So, well, that and there's no direct road to anywhere in, in the Orlando metro area. You always have to get on one three-digit numbered road to get on another three-digit numbered road to get on something named after an astronaut. You know, that's how it goes. I, I guess we can say that, that astronauts, they get the job done. No, you can't use the same one twice. Sorry. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, anyway. We're stuck at five. But yeah, so, so I have discovered... Tell the story of tonight. Okay, that's six. I'll allow that one. Um, so I have um, been fishing with a... So I've been fishing since I was younger than my, my son now, who's 10. I'm trying to get both her, both him and my daughter involved in it. And she Wait, just turned does six. Does Emma fish? She does, yeah. She's not she a, she'll ew, go with me. slimy. No, she'll get the worms out and everything, man. Impressive. Yeah, she's going to make a make a young man's heart uh, go a pitter-patter one day with that kind of stuff. But she, um, I'll take them both out. And, you know, most of the time when we go fishing, I put that in air quotes because it's me fishing and they're standing there watching or they'll bring a game to play or they'll walk around and collect sticks and rocks and stuff like that. But um, Aiden just caught his first official fish where he casted it. He set the hook and he reeled it in the other day, which is great. But I have, I have discovered this app called Fish Brain. Wait, 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 wait. What? So you're telling me that there's an app for fishing? Oh, it is like Facebook for fishing mixed with Weather Underground for fishing. Do you, what, what weather app do you use? Uh, usually I use... The Weather Channel or WAFF here sure. in town. Yeah. So it's, it's like a weather app and a social app mixed into one because what you can actually do in this app is when you catch a fish, you take a picture of it. And when you open up your, um, when you open up the app and you allow it to have access to your photos, it scans your photos for pictures of fish. Okay. And it says, it looks like you have a catch. Do you want to post about it now? And you say, yes. And you can mark on a map where you caught it and you can say what lure you were using, what reel you were using, all of that. 
and it notes the time the picture was taken and it actually uses machine learning, which I'm a tech guy, I'm in technology, right? I'm a tech guy, it uses machine learning of all of the, the, the posts that people have made and where they were, what they used, what time of day, what the weather was like and all of that and it mashes it together into a forecast. Okay, so, so here's my take on It actually gives you a percentage chance of catching a specific species of fish in your location based off the hour of the day. Okay, that's not fishing. <laughs> okay, sitting at home not doing it for 20 years, that's not fishing. No, hold up, hold up, hold up. When my granddad went out fishing sure. 20 years, you know, 20, 30 years ago, sure. he'd sit on a bank, he'd get his bass boat out, okay. he'd use his depth finder, okay, and go and just find a, a marsh and, and, you know, find, he had to know where to go. He didn't pull up his phone, they didn't have phones back then, okay. he didn't pull up his phone to say, oh, 30 people caught a smallmouth bass when it was 50 degrees today. Okay, let's go fish here. He had to know the spots. Well, this doesn't, but that, this, this shows you on a map where what you're doing is cheating, sir. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. When I stand on a bank and I throw my worm into the water, okay, which, by the way, June bug colored worms in our lakes around here are like candy for these things. Anyway, when I throw my worm in the water, I don't have a fish finder, a boat, or a depth finder to know exactly what's going on underneath me. I just throw it out, and I have to use my knowledge of structure and drain boxes and what I've caught where in the past to know what, what I, these other people are doing. But all what's that? And what these other people are doing with this app? Oh no! All the all the all the data just shows you on a map where people have caught fish. Half of the lakes that people catch fish on are retention ponds behind people's houses where you have to walk through someone's yard to get there. I'm not going to those places. I'm going to the three lakes around here. All I'm saying is, is that if it says, and I've, and I've tried a couple of days where it said good and a couple of days where it said bad, and it says between 4 and 5 o'clock, you've got a 52% chance of catching a largemouth bass in general terms in your area. If I go out there, I'll catch at least three fish in an hour and a half. If it says it's only 20 or 30%, I'll catch one. So it just says these are the ideal times to go. I use my own spots and I use my own worms. I, I just check to see, okay, what did this person catch this fish on? But there's so few people fishing in these lakes on there that it doesn't really influence me from there. It's time of day that, that it gives you the, the forecast on that I think is the coolest thing on the app. Okay, fine. But you, you're taking a, a sport mm -hmm. that was meant to be relaxing. It's totally on the, relaxing. No, but you're taking a sport which is meant to be relaxing, yeah. meant to be becoming one with nature, okay. and you're making it technologically advanced. Okay, before I go out there, I look at my phone and it says, try at 5 o'clock, and I say, okay, I'll go out at 4.45. I put the phone in my pocket, I walk out there, I take a picture of the fish when I catch it, I still take the hook out carefully, I still feel the same feeling that I'm out there from being one with nature, and then when I come back, I post it. I'm not out there staring at my phone. And this is tech. A depth finder gives you more information than try at five o'clock. FYI. It, okay, but keep in mind this is 1990s <laughs> depth finder. Sure. So it had a little it, LCD it, screen that would show you fish and where the bottom was, and it would put a little icon on there if it found <laughs> fish. It's called a fish finder, technically. Technically, no, it was called a, a fish depth finder. finder. Uh, it's the same thing. <laughs> it was a depth finder. But no, I have to say, so what I like about it though, the forecast thing is neat because it actually shows you based off the weather, is it a good day to try or not? I, I appreciate that a lot and I think it's really neat use of machine learning. What I think is the coolest thing about it is the social aspect of it because if I post my pictures out there on Facebook, there's five or six people that are mildly interested in that kind of thing that'll comment or like or that kind of thing and it's cool to show the pictures of the kids. If I post a picture of a fish I caught and no, nobody's in the picture but the fish, I get like 62 likes in like five minutes because people are passionate about this stuff. And it's just cool to see because you scroll through and you see little kids, my kids' age, that are really into it. And you see little kids that aren't that into it that caught their first fish. And it's just a neat way to see all of the things people are doing with their families and that type of stuff in a social feed that doesn't have politics and viruses and 
all that other stuff mixed in with it. It's just a nice way to be just a true like fishing like fan, you know. So here's here's why the other reason I'm not a fan of this app. Okay. Fishing used to be when you catch the fish, you take it home, you eat it, whatever. Five <laughs> months later, the fish that was this big becomes this big. Mm-hmm. And 10 months later, the fish that was this big becomes this big. Yes, they do grow over time. You are right. You cannot do that now with this social aspect of a fish finder or fish fish book. I'm, I'm, I'm fish not, I'm book. That's cool. There book. you go. Fish book. Okay. But, but what, what do you mean you can't do that? You can't have any more fish stories. Oh, back on May 12th, I caught a fish that was this big and I posted a picture of it. Five months later, man, back on May 12th, I post, I've caught a fish that was this big. Well, let's go back and look. Oh, nope, Adam, you lied. <laughs> it was not that big. It was only this big. So it takes the lying. The, it, there's, a, there's a sign over the door of every Bass Pro Shop. And what does it say? Welcome fishermen, hunters, and liars of all types. Right. Yeah. So you're saying it takes that out of it because it's photo documented proof that the, so, and I can't even say, yeah, man, that fish was like five pounds. You'd be like, and fish brain determined that was a lie. Exactly. That <laughs> fish brain is now the Maury Povich of, <laughs> of fish stories. You can't have fishermen's fish stories anymore. Sure you can. Really? How? Because the only people that are going to see it are already on fish brain. Were you on fish brain? No. If I told you how big it was, are you going to know? You're right. I'm not on fish brain. Yeah. But your friends are these 63 people that like your picture in five minutes are, you know, what if the, they're friends that you work with? What if they're people that you, Oh, you they're complete with? strangers. They're complete strangers. I, I tried now, to friends with that and there is no, there's nobody else that I'm friends with on Facebook. That's on that, that I can find. Yet. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I invite everybody to join because I enjoy fishing for the sake of fishing. I don't have to lie about the size of what I catch. You also enjoy fishing to release. CNR yeah. is the worst kind of fishing. I thing. am not eating a fish out of a retention pond. Then what's the point? Then what's the point? <laughs> interacting with nature, man. You're interacting with nature to kill nature. What? Never. Fish. Yeah. Bite hook. Yes. Get up on land. Yes. Could kill fish. How could that kill the fish? Can you breathe without oxygen, Adam Russell? You, do you see me up there, honestly, in your mind's eye, struggling with a hook long enough to kill a fish? You never know. Emma might. <laughs> now, I will say, one thing, that, one thing I did um, have to adjust to is two of the lakes here have very lazy fish in them, and they do not attack the lure. So you have to let them like, completely get it before you set the hook. And then you get them in the lip and that kind of stuff. But this, the lake up at the entrance to our subdivision, they will swallow that sucker whole. And actually, I have had two fish where I've had to get the hook out of their throat from, from that one because they attack it completely differently. I don't know what the difference is, but it's maybe I could ask Fish Brain. There you go. Maybe you could. <laughs> fish book. Fish book. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have... Um, I have been doing a lot of that recently. I'll finish my work day and go out for an hour. And sometimes I take the kids with me. Sometimes they don't want to go, but I just wanted to talk about fishing for a little bit. Cause that has been one of the things I've probably gotten into um, more than anything else personally, since this whole thing started with being more at home and, and that kind of thing, because without yeah. having to drive home and then you're rushing into supper time and all that being here, I can just step out the door as soon as I'm done with work and, and head out there. So it's been fun, but we have to get you back into this now. We could, but you need to join Fishbrain. No, I'm not a big fan of Fishbook. No, you've never even seen it. You don't even know. You didn't even know I mean, it existed. You're right, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what the uh, the unrelated birth siblings think of of Fishbrain or Fishbook or whatever you want to call it, because. <laughs> As of right now, I'm I'm not all about it. So I'm not a fan. I mean, no. It's 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 taking something that should not be technologically advanced and making it technologically advanced. Have you seen some of the technology on the bass boats on the Bassmaster Tour, dude? 
no, because I don't watch the Bassmaster. Maybe I tell you what, then we're going to have two live videos coming up soon on our page. Whenever that starts again, Adam and Dave watch wrestling. Okay. And then Adam and Dave watch a Bassmaster event. Because they had major league fishing that they were trying to start up before all this crap happened, where they were actually going to broadcast events over the internet in real time so that you could watch them and you didn't have to watch them after the fact. And you could actually pull up real time stats and all of this kind of stuff. It was supposed to be really, really technologically advanced. I was going to get excited about that, but I don't know if they're still doing that. Okay. So Adam, Adam and Dave watch fishing. Sure. And Adam, Adam and Dave watch pro wrestling. Sure. I'll trade you. How I can, okay. I don't know how I can say no to this. <laughs> Seven. I uh, like it. There you go. <laughs> that was a good hey, one. I think it's time that we take a break. Because <laughs> we've been doing this nonstop. Uh, nine. So I, I guess I guess we have to ask, what comes next? Ten. Can we just uh, meet us inside? Meet me inside the next no, part of the no, show? No, 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 no. no. Wait for it. Are you Wait going down it. the list of songs on Apple Music? <laughs> I just have to be satisfied, man. Well, so uh, what are we going to do next? Uh, we're we're at 12 now. It. No, we already did wait for it. Sorry. Okay. We're at 12. So well, what are we going to do next, Dave? I, I guess we're going to, 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 to talk about something one last time. Eh, 12 and a half. Okay. Well. <laughs> no, come on. I've got sure one. If you to... say what we're doing next, I have one. Come on. Virgil asked a question. Virgil? I know him. Come on. Okay. 13 and a half. <laughs> Skylar defeated. <laughs> 14. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, 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 now it's time for the Adams administration. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. One. 15. <laughs> all right, all right. Time for the Virgil asked a question. For those who don't know, Virgil is Adam's father. That's my daddy. And, and he is one of the most trivial knowledge people I know. Every time I'm around him, he's asking or, or you did you know, and goes off on a subject, and then 10 minutes later, hey, I got something for you, Dave, and, you know, sure. Virgil, where do you come up with this stuff? He's a, he's a studier. He studies a he, lot of different is. things. He is. So we now, because we're Disney Plus people, we, we love Disney Plus in my household and Adam's household, you know, before he asked the question, we came up with Virgil asks a question. So here is this week's Virgil asks a question. Hey guys, this is uh, Virgil. I have the uh, question for the week. Here we go. A comet will make its closest pass to Earth on May the 12th, coming within 51.7 million miles. It will reach its closest point to the sun, the perihelion, on May 27th. If the comet continues to brighten on its current pace, it may become visible to the naked eye from May the 15th through the 23rd. Shortly after, it becomes visible to viewers in the northern hemisphere. If that happens, it will be seen low in the west-northwest sky after sunset and low in the east-northeast sky before sunrise. And here's the question. What is its name? I think it's Haley's, but to me... That's my guess. Yeah. And I'll say it's Haley's Comet, your obedient servant, D. Adams. Wow, we're we're gonna make it all the way down the list, aren't we? You you're no. I see you looking at it on your phone, scrolling through the list of song names. <laughs> I see you doing I mean, it on I the video. Come in like a hurricane. I can oh, come in like a hurricane. Gosh. Uh, anyway, so the name of the comet is not Haley's. I'm sorry, Dave. Is it I was actually I actually got a notification about this earlier today and was reading up on it. It's the, the pretty name of it is Swan. The it's like my Patronus. See, there you go. Yeah. The, the um, technical Expecto name Patronum. is Comet C2020F8. And it is actually bright enough to see with the visible eye, the naked eye, in the sky right now. 
and it'll get brighter right now? now in the end of the month. It's just I can't see about, anything. Yeah, thanks, Dave. <laughs> Are you looking at the window against the wall? That's a window. Oh, that's a window. So it um it's just below the Pisces constellation. If anybody's interested in trying to take a look at it. For here, the way the I was looking in, in Starwalk and the way that the rotation of everything is happening, it barely crests the horizon at like five AM. So I don't think we're gonna be, get to see it this time around. But it could disintegrate so, at any moment, they say. So you might want to try to get a shot at it if you can. So if you want to watch it, what you'll be actually watching is the comet burn. Nice. And it's in the Pisces constellation, which is fishing. fishing leads to Virgil asking a question. No, I'm burn, 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 burn. I, I got what you said. That's 16. No, that's 17. That. A 17. That's 17. Noted Hamilton reference. But I'm okay. saying we talked fishing. Now that comet's in the Pisces constellation that relates to fish. Two unrelated things are still unrelated. Please continue. But that's not that's not the two thing. But the fishy. No, I know it's not the second is, thing. I'm just saying, look how well we're doing at relating things that seem unrelated, and we're not even halfway through the show. And we haven't even gone down a rabbit hole yet. It's true. A rabbit hole, I guess, just to be wait. the Hamilton thing. Oh, just wait. Just wait till this comes up. <laughs> All right. So here's the second topic. I've been waiting to talk about this for what three weeks now. Forever. Forever. Well, anyway, go ahead and talk um, about it, Dave. I'm sure it'll blow us all away. We've already said that. Did you really? Yes. Oh, I missed that. We're, put your phone up. I see you looking at your phone. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so watching The Last Dance. First off, the, the first two episodes came out on my birthday. Uh, for those who don't know, first off, what have you been watching? Because there's nothing else on TV to watch. Literally. Uh, but Sundays for the past four weeks uh, on ESPN and ESPN2, they've been doing the, the Last Dance, which is basically the, the story of Michael Jordan and his career told through the lens of the 1997-1998 season, which, as everybody knows, was intended to be Michael Jordan's last year. Yep. But if you don't count the two crappy seasons with the Wizards, which – it was cool seeing him back on the court. Yeah. That wasn't Michael Jordan. It wasn't the same. Um, but I love – and our show is PG for a reason. Mm -hmm. But I would advise whoever can watch it to watch the mature version. For one reason and one reason only, Michael Jordan, when he played ball, it was very widely known that he was a very – competitive person and if you didn't play up to his level then he was going to do everything he could to bring you to that competitive nature so it's really cool to see mike with all these these videos that we've never seen before of him at practice yeah getting in people's faces blowing up on people um and and hearing the stories of how the teammates hated him but they also loved him like have you seen the clip where Mike's throwing quarters and playing quarters with the the guy, the white guy with the jerry curl? No, I have you not know, yet. Oh my gosh, he's sitting there throwing quarters at a wall and betting on quarters. Yeah, because he's just that competitive. Yeah. Um, this last week, I, I I know you haven't watched it yet, but I really wish you had, because the last week was the Barons when he was with Birmingham. Oh played, yeah, yeah. Played baseball in in Birmingham, Alabama, and and, and I remember that vividly because I, I, here in Huntsville, they had the Huntsville Stars, and, and it was also the double A uh, team for the Oakland A's. And, and so I got to see Mike play here in, in town. And the only time I ever saw the Huntsville Stars Stadium, Joe Davis Stadium, sold out yeah. was when Michael Jordan was here. I got to see Michael Jordan up close and personal. And, you know, I'm sitting here watching these, these clips of these games with, with my wife now, and I can – remember exactly where I was mm -hmm. every time I like they'd show the games in the 96, 97 season. I say, yep. I was at my big mama's house. We were all sitting there watching the game, big mama, papa and me, everybody were sitting there watching this game. Mike does this next watch, watch, watch. He'll shrug here. He'll do this. And she's looking at me like, how do you remember all this? I'm like, this is an icon that, yeah. that kids these days. And I hate sounding like an old guy, 
but kids these days will never get a chance to really fully remember yeah. or know what it's like to have a full icon. You know, there's always this this talk of who's better, Kobe, LeBron, or Mike. Oh, ESPN's made a made a whole network out of that the last six weeks. You're like. right, but you. Everyone said, "Oh, Jordan played with lesser talent. Jordan played with this. Jordan did that." Jordan, if you put Jordan in his prime, he would be better than he was in the 90s in today's basketball. Sure. There is not going to be another player in our lifetime. So, there, might, there might be later, but in our lifetime, there will never be another Michael Jordan. And LeBron James is nowhere near Mike. The next closest thing is Kobe. Was Kobe. Kobe, yeah. So elaborate on that for just a second. Why, why do you think that Jordan would excel so well? Because the athleticism in today's NBA is nowhere near what it was in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is, you know, you watch these games that they're showing from the 90s and early, you know, late 80s and all that. Yeah. Final scores were 96 to 72. And, you know, the anytime you see someone score under 100 in today's NBA, it's a shock. Yeah, it's true. But if, if anyone scored over 115 in the 90s NBA – you're wondering what the crap happened. Where was the defense? There is no defense being played in the game today. Yeah, it's true. So if there's no one to keep Michael Jordan in check, and he played against some of the best defensive players and still scored 50 points, yeah, Wilt Chamberlain's record of 100 points in a game would be obliterated by Michael yeah. Jordan two or three times in, in yeah. today. Well, it's, it's funny because I think that – a lot of it probably has to do with how we followed it when we were kids. But I honestly, I don't know that there are, are names that stand out and will stand out 10 years from now out of the current slate of NBA players to the volume and sheer number that there were from that 90s era in the NBA. I mean, you had guys like Charles Barkley and Carl Malone Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan. I mean, you could name just like Larry Bird. You could name like all of these players that you remember exactly what their style was and exactly what their way was. And there are a few. You know, you got Kawhi Leonard. I can never say his, I can never say his first name. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. You got guys like that today. You got guys like um, um, Zion and, you know, all the ones like that, LeBron, Kobe. But it's not like every team doesn't have two or three of them. Right. Like you could probably at least remember a player from every team from the nineties, you know, at least oh, I can tell you right even now, even if you casually followed the sport, one, one of the things I remember the most, and, and I wasn't a huge, huge fan like you were, but I had the Michael Jordan memorabilia and watched space jam and watched the NBA. But I can honestly remember watching the game seven of the finals between the jazz and the bulls. Game six, by the way. Game six, game six. Yeah, the fi- the last one. And at our youth group pastor's house. I remember where everybody was sitting. I remember who was there. You know, and, and it was all centered around this moment, you know, of of Jordan versus Malone and, and and all of this stuff that was going on there. And it just it just stood out. I don't know I don't know why. Maybe because everything was an entertainment option back then. We're entertained <laughs> 160 million different ways today. But I can remember that centered around that. And but I couldn't tell you anything about any of the finals that LeBron's been in like specific moments, you know, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you can tell some stories, but I just remember that that was a defining moment, you know, and we know that Jordan pushed off of Byron Russell, but who's going to call that? I mean, it happens in sports, man. And, and, and come on, we're going to, it's this Sunday. It's where they're going to show the, this Sunday is the last two, which I'll cry. I've cried every week. Sure. Um, uh, God, it, it just brings tears to my eyes because – so this week was when they talked about Jordan's dad getting murdered yeah. and why he retired and, and all that. Um, you know, I, everyone tried to make a story. Oh, he quit because he was gambling. Oh, he quit because this. He quit because of that. He, honestly, I believe him after watching this, this week's show because this week he, he said, you know – Dad was at every game I'd ever been to. Dad was at every game I've ever played. Dad's not there to watch me anymore. Yeah, man. The game he came back was, it was May 5th. I wrote it down. I I can't remember the date exactly, but I remember where I was. It was against Indy. It was, 
crap. I got to find where we're May 19th. So we're coming up on it. Sure. May 19th, 1995 at Indianapolis. I remember he came back, wore the 45. Mm -hmm. I had one of those. Which oh, <laughs> I've still got that one. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when my basement's remodeled, it'll be hanging up in my basement. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shadow box that in my Hank Aaron jersey. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he talked about how he just sat on the bench watching the moment pass. And he looked up in the, the stands, saw his mom, and, and just started crying. Yeah. He said, the, it didn't hit me until the emotion of playing a game without my dad. Yeah. And then his game one of the NBA Finals. No, it was, it was game five where they beat um, – I can't remember, but it was the next season. Game five, where they beat Charlotte. That's right. Okay, yeah. The 96, 90, or 97, 98 season. By the way, B.J. Armstrong's a little... <laughs> Careful. Can't say the word. Um, <laughs> but the game five was on Father's Day. Yeah. Without his dad. And it, I mean, it's tough, man. If you have been... I mean, you and your dad are close like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If... This is nowhere near, but say you're Imagineer at Disney and you get handed the next Star Wars. Yeah. And um, your dad dies in the middle of it. Virgil, I'm sorry. Uh, you're not done. This is hypothetical. Right, hypothetical. Um, you know, a part of you would be missing. Sure. And so well, I everything. understand why you look, at, you look at everything through a different lens. I mean, it, it changes your way of thinking about it. And it, it just kind of is always there at that point, you know, those types of things in life. And I mean, the fact that he came back alone shows how much he loved the game. Cause he didn't have to, he could totally no, walk away. Now, should he have probably walked away, especially before yeah. the wizards? Maybe, well, you know, yes. even if he, he should he, never I mean, come back, somebody should have looked at him and said, you know, Michael, I know you have Washington on your side. How'd you get that one? See? I like it. I like uh, it. That's what, 18 or 19? 18. Hamilton references? Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, I, I remember the 45. I remember all that. And I think that's the problem with the debate of who is the greatest of all time is there were players that were at Jordan's level before he came on the scene. You have Will Chamberlain and, you know, um, um, Oscar Robinson, Oscar Robinson, you know, you can name a, a hundred of them, but they had players at that Bay. level before then. But the, the way the nineties came about and the way our whole generation was shaped with te everything being televised and licensing deals and all of the things that really came space jam. I mean, it being in a movie and all that stuff that came around about that time, he, he was the first one in that kind of visible era. And whether or not somebody else ever comes along that's just as talented, until we're until we're long gone, you'll never be able to convince anybody from our generation that any player is ever going to be no. better than Jordan because it was just such a big part of our lives. The dude was everywhere. He was in McDonald's commercials and movies and basketball, all the stuff. You know, starting lineup just came out around that time. Trading cards got big around that time, and it was just everywhere. You know, you were immersed in. <laughs> And you're not immersed in it because there's a million other things to, to spend your money on and spend your time on now, you know? Right. So. I can remember this is where when I became a brand whore. You know, I always laugh and say, oh, I'm a brand whore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I can remember this is, this is when I became a brand whore because we were getting fit for shoes at Fit Locker or Fit Locker, Foot Locker. The, the only pair of shoes that really – and I've got big, narrow feet. That is true. The, yes. The only <laughs> pair of shoes that fit me – to play basketball in was a pair of Patrick Ewing basketball shoes. Yeah. And it had three, it had the three, three on the, oh, yeah. you know, you know exactly which one. Was it, or, were they orange too? Was the numbers orange? Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, exactly worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, the bulls and the, the, the Knicks had a huge rivalry mm -hmm. and these were the only pair of shoes in the entire mall that fit me. He, the guy brought him out, 
And I saw exactly which ones they were. I looked at my mom and she says, David, don't <laughs> even say anything. Ended up we had to buy those shoes. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. I played a whole season. I felt like doing the whole Michael Jordan with the flag thing. You know how he draped oh, the yeah. flag over Reebok? Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if I had any wherewithal, if my mom had, that would have killed me. I would have taken a black magic marker and <laughs> <laughs> gone to those shoes. Yeah. But that I was, was always, the first time I became that way because yeah, of that. Yeah, sure. I was always more of a pump guy. Reebok myself. pumps. They made me jump higher, dead gummit. All right, chef. <laughs> oh, okay. We can go on forever to talk about this, but I think it's about time, Adam. All right, it's time to, to show them how they're related. Um, I mentioned it a little bit on the fishing. This one's on me. This is how it's related is on me. You got it. Um, and we'll try to do this without, without tearing up, but the reason these are related, I haven't been to fishing for 20 years for one reason. It's what me and Papa enjoyed doing. Both of my granddads fished. Papa was the technology one that had the boat, the, the fish finder. Grandpa was to sit on a dock, sitting on the dock, throw a line in and just sit there. Um, they both since passed. I, I, I can't bring myself to really fish that much anymore just because it was special. Um, the bulls thing is special because WGN carried every bulls game. I can remember every big Michael Jordan game. Papa had that game on. So both of these are, were big special moments that I spent with my granddads and Papa. Um, you know, every time he talks about Mike talks about the, you know, this game and what I was thinking, I can remember sitting in Papa's living room. WGN's on the big, huge tube TV. He had one of those 50 inch, which we thought was huge at the time. projection kind of thing with the, yeah, the red, blue, green. Cabinet, <laughs> the cabinet TV. Yeah. Um, sitting there watching WGN. Just... Like it, it, it was there, man. We 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 thought we were there. Um, the '98 season, Bulls played Atlanta in Phillips Arena, and I, I got to go to the game. I was I was fourth row. My papa's best friend that he went to high school with uh, was the doctor for the Hawks. I begged and begged and begged to go in the locker room with the bulls, but they wouldn't let me cause he didn't have the pass. Um, <laughs> I got to go meet the Kimbe Matumbo. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. You know, Lenny Wilkins was the coach then. It, it was really cool, man. Um, the basketball, Michael Jordan, especially was just something that I always watched with Papa, you know, and uh, getting to see this is pretty special. Um, it's a little sad to me that they're um, they're humanizing my childhood right now. <laughs> yeah, um, because you know, I, I, I mean, we're not supposed to as Christians, we're not supposed to idolize people. But as kids, we we have idols. We have your your sports. I idolized Michael Jordan, man. Everything he stood for. You know, the drive, the passion. But now watching this, you're seeing that that drive and that passion came at a cost. Mm. And it cost him everything. I mean, it, it cost him his family. Yeah. It cost him his, his teammates. It, it cost him his dad. Um, but seeing this, seeing the clips of the games, Remembering where I was with Papa, just it, it, it was really cool. It's really cool. And then you sit here talking about fishing. You know, there's this Trace Atkins song. He he just he thinks we're just fishing. Oh yeah, yep. You're not just fishing. No. You know, you're making memories with your kids that they'll remember for the rest of their lives. Because here I am, a 39 year old man, remembering going with Papa to Goose Pond Colony up here. And, and fishing on his boat, going to these marshes. I'm thinking, 
This is there's there's a log there. There's no, and then he's pulling up. That's where you gotta go, back. yeah, man. Right, exactly. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and and you're talking about these bass stories and and trophy bass and and you know I I can remember I don't even know where this is. I think Meemaw's got it somewhere in an attic. My wife would never let me have it, but he had a a trophy bass mounted. Nice. And it always it always hung over their fireplace. I wish my meemaw would let me have it, just because that's Papa to me. Yeah, you know, I didn't catch the loud, the largemouth, but Still. Papa did, and it, it it's a memory of Papa's that maybe maybe meemaw let me have it, and I'll hang it in my man. In my I was going to say you have a room for that now, man. Yes, I do, but it's not Maybe. finished yet. Plus, Here that we... gives you time to work out the negotiation. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. That's how they're connected. That was a good connection, uh, man. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, you know, uh, 20 years, man. He's been gone for 20 years. Um, and it still hurts sometimes. Yeah. But I hear he's you. in a better place. I know that. Um, can't wait till I'm in that place too. There you go. So, okay. Uh, do our siblings have any fish stories or Michael Jordan stories they want to tell us about? Uh, Adam, how do our siblings, which we're calling our, our unrelated at birth fans, how do our siblings get a hold of the show? You can give us a shout at 650-UAB-SHOW. Spell that out on your keypad. You'll hear a brief little message and then a beep. Leave us a message beep. after that beep. It's beep. been a while since we've gotten a call. It's been a well, while. We, but we, we always, that's true, but we always play it on the show and we always talk about it. So if you want to tell a story about fishing or your grandparents or anything Hamilton. you want to talk about, we will absolutely play it on the show. So 650-UAB-SHOW, give us a shout, or you can hit us up on socials. Dave, tell them about it. So you can also hit us up on the socials on the Twitters, which go tweet, 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 Anyway, but I am at DAdams419. He is at Runtide Run. The show is at Not Related Bros on Instagram, DAdams419, Runtide Run, Unrelated Birth. Find us on Facebook, you know, facebook.com backslash Unrelated Birth. Join the Facebook fan group, uh, Unrelated at Birth fan group, I think is what we called it. Um, but group. we, the yeah, listener group, we always have just, we post crazy stuff in there. Uh, in fact, Cal Gilbert talked about uh, Hamilton being on, you know, Hamilton's going to be on Disney Plus today. Uh, you know, you'll have Alexander Hamilton, you'll have Aaron Burr, sir. Um, <laughs> and, and hey, that's two. Washington and his right hand man. Yeah, okay, we're, we're stretching it with this. Oh, you've been stretching it all episode. Come on. Man, I mean, come on. We're not helpless. <laughs> but we are satisfied. Oh, I like that one. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll end it with 22. Uh, so, also, we have our Patreon, patreon.com backslash unrelated at birth. We're not going to beg. We're not going to plead. Uh, we, we just say if you feel led to, to give us something, you don't have to give us guns and ships. You you don't have to. <laughs> um, uh, Twenty three. You know, yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh, you know, it, you can really, you can really give us some money to make it quiet uptown. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's never going to happen on this show. But no, no well, seriously, guys, the Patreon we um, we do not line our pockets with that. Trust me. It, um, there are costs that go into this, and there are things that we want to do. And all of that Patreon stuff helps us cover the hosting and editing and publishing and all that stuff. And then um, the equipment and everything that goes into it to make the show better, advertising, all that stuff is what's covered by Patreon. So if you decide to support, please support. We appreciate it in advance. And if you don't, we just hope you enjoy the show and that you'll listen to us again and you'll be back. Yeah. You'll be back. <laughs> At 24. <laughs> Um, but, uh, guys, uh, if you are new to the show, even if you're not new to the show and you haven't done it, please, please, please give us five-star rating and tell people about it. Five-star rating on the iTunes app and we, on that Facebook uh, page, what did you let me? Yep. 
<laughs> on, on that Facebook page. Uh, several of you have. I, I would yeah. ask that you please give us a, a comment on, on why you like the show. And, and I'll say this. If you don't like the show and you have some constructive criticism, instead of putting it on iTunes or, or putting it on the, the Facebook group or whatever, message the show. Say, hey, you know, here is some constructive criticism. Uh, even better, Dave at unrelatedatbirth.com, Adam at unrelatedatbirth.com. Sure. Uh, just email us. Yeah. Uh, also, you can find us on the, 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 uh, the webpage, unrelatedatbirth.com. We are way behind on blogging. We understand that. <laughs> yeah. I got we, it. We, we, we've had some issues. I'm up next. We haven't had issues. No. We just don't do it. Yeah, you're right. We've all been busy at work. So, but anyway, guys, that's the show. I, I, I humbly submit the ending here to you. We love you. We hope that you will come back. We hope that you will interact with us. Um, and I, this is so cliche, but we truly do love each and every one of you because you take time out of your week to listen to us. And, and, and interact with us on the Facebook. Adam? We really do love you guys, but not as much as Jesus does. Be kind to each other. Stay safe out there. Follow your heart in what you feel safe to do, and don't let anybody push you into doing anything you're not ready to do with all of this madness and chaos and reopening. But really, stay safe. Enjoy life. We love you guys. We'll see you next week.